Hello. Hello. To our thousands of listeners across the globe, across the to universe. To our legions of fans. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do that again. <laughs> to our legions of fans. It's been a wild ride this past year, but we're back at it again with the podcast. I thought you were about to say white bands. I was thinking about that, but I actually don't own a pair of white bands, so... That would be a lie, and who am I if I'm a That would be the lie. only reason you wouldn't say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aside the fact that it's been six years. That too. <laughs> so, I know, oh, oh my god, I feel like an old lady using technology again. To our legion of fans, we're on Zoom again, the greatest platform on earth. And Have we ever not been on Zoom? Um, we've been in person one time, I think our last episode. Oh, I forgot about that. Not the episode. Our last episode from last February. <laughs> On my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not the one that we tried to record and then totally flopped and we ditched into the ditch. Yeah, we only did like 20 minutes of that and it was so bad that we were just like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, I feel like we have a lot of topics to cover this round, but how are you generally and everything else? Mm. <laughs> how are fair. you? <laughs> i'm just tired i'm on spring break and i'm ready to go into oh, hibernation you're on spring break yeah I you're know. tired and you're on spring break I know, it's such your a life shame. must be so hard it's so difficult i'm just trying to think we have candle making well i think stand. our i think our lot what i think our lives just in general are very different from where they were <laughs> yeah. last year yeah where do we Should- even begin should we give any updates about where we both currently are oh. and why we're on Zoom? Yeah. Because neither of us are where we recorded last time. Oh my gosh, that's true. Okay, you first. Crazy. Well, I'm in Scotland. I live here now. Don't do that. <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> You're in San Diego. Yeah, that's But you've been... A- little world traveler yeah i went to boston and chicago last week very 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 fun and now i'm back in sunny san diego and i'm gonna go visit um abuelito in like a few hours and yeah great yeah this is making for really interesting content i know (laughs) my brother taught me how to play fortnite yesterday oh fun and i absolutely sucked but it was fun mm. because I finally felt like a Gen Zer, you know, a gamer. A gamer girl. Yeah, a gamer girl. I played Dungeons and Dragons a few weeks ago. Also won that, so gamer girl there. Just call me GG. Were you there when it. we played Dungeons and Dragons? No, last I time? wasn't. Oh, which was the shame. It was really fun. Yeah, Colin got mad at me. <laughs> Are we surprised? Because I attempted to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie got super into it too. She was like. I I need the jewels. I need to pillage the jewel. She was like, kept coming back to what she was gonna steal from these people. <laughs> Colonizer vibes. Oh. But yeah, I've also been playing Club Penguin soundtrack music. Oh, I thought you were about to say playing Club Penguin oh, because I, I played I played Club Penguin for about ten minutes last night, and then I played Webkins for like three hours. Oh. The life until my laptop died and i realized that i'd been playing it for that long um <laughs> cash st- cow yeah it's so insanely fun which one is that again 
It's it's the one with the milk cartons. That sounds familiar. So there, so there are milk bottles and they're rested like uh, horizontally on top of each other mm-hmm. and they all have different colored caps. And so you have to like link all the ones that have uh, three like color caps oh, in a row. Yes. And it's like Tetris almost mm-hmm. where they're like falling with the amount that you take out in the color rolls oh God, but they're adding at the bottom. Oh my god, there's a bird inside? Oh, it went out. Okay, sorry, oh. continue. That was almost super cool. <laughs> I was gonna, I was trying to get my video around, but I think my movement made it go back out. Also, sorry, side tangent, there's a baby morning dove on my fence, and I can get, like, this far away from her. I don't get much closer, because it's, like, you know, bubble space. But um, it's super cool. There's, like, two baby eggs on the wall now. Nice. Yeah. Does it live there, or is it just... It just hangs out there. Um, its nest is there, but us and the neighbors have put little tiles over it to protect it from the red-tailed hawk. Oh, I know. That's sweet. Yeah. Anyway, cash cow. Yeah, I played so much cash cow last night. Nice. I played a little bit of the other ones. By the way, some of them, some of the Webkin's arcade games, uh-huh. fairly racist. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I finished the Princess Bride book yesterday and like, I was thinking, what would I rate it? And I was like, I would rate it like a 7 out of 10. And 7 of those points stem from the nostalgic value. And there's like a bunch of negative points for like the very not subtle at all undertones of like sexism, racism, classism, like general isms. Um, A lot more sexist than I remember and racist than I remember it being in the movie as a 7-year-old, but... That's the what big... are the race? I can see the other ones. What are the racist elements of it? Just how like um, the giants from like Turkey and um, the fencers Uh-oh. from Spain, and then they go to, like okay. other places at points, and it's like just s- connotations regarding and the Italian that. won't stop talking about being Italian. No, not yet. <laughs> Maybe in the sequel. What what is it? Never enter a battle of wits with a Sicilian. Yes, that's it. That was a good impression. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. <laughs> that actor has been in every piece of media I've ever consumed in my entire life, I, and I don't know his name. I know I'm so vastly incorrect going into the sentence I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's just because I mix up my white bald men with other white bald men, but he really reminds me of the guy from Big Fat Liar. Paul Giamatti? Yeah. The enemy in it. <laughs> that is so rogue. They're like 30 years apart. They live at the same age in my mind, rent free. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Do you remember watching um, the John Adams movie I'm, that he was in? I've never seen any John Adams movie. Fun fact. Are there multiple? Then just the one. Are you thinking of John Hughes? No, no, no. John Adams. That's the one where they're all dressed in black and they're like goth and like not alive, right? What are you talking Let about? Look this up. I'm talking about The Founding Father. Oh. The movie about <laughs> John and Abigail Adams. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking the Adams What are Adams you talking about? Movie. Oh, The Adams Family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> this 
sorry, I need to tone it down. Hey, that one also has, like, a white bald guy in it, so. Yeah, Uncle Fester. He's a little creepy, NGL. Have you? Yeah, he's supposed to be creepy. Okay. That's, like, the whole point of the movie. <laughs> no, I've never seen the Adams Family movie. Have you ever seen any Adams Family? No. Oh, Lily, we need to change that. Hey, but I've seen Pitch Perfect at least, so I'm well versed in the musicals of the modern century. Adam's Family isn't a musical. I understand that, but I'm just saying the musical <laughs> genre might be more important than the Adam's Family genre. I would argue that Pitch Perfect is also not a musical, so much a movie about music. Okay, I would agree with that. <laughs> I would agree with that. Is it- we. I- Lily, you would love Adam's family values okay. so much. Uncle Fester, who's the creepy bald guy you're thinking of, yeah. gets a sugar baby. Oh, no. Played by Joan Cusack. Okay. Do you know who Joan Cusack... You know who this person is, I'll but I'm trying up. to think of something... Him. J- Joan mm-hmm. Cusack, yeah. not John Cusack. Yeah. She plays his little, like, trophy wife, Debbie, mm-hmm. with, like, who walks into that goth family with blonde hair, blue nails, like, like blue dresses diamonds hats like super extravagant and she just tries to kill him over and over and over (laughs) again to take his money like she throws he's taking a bath and she throws a toaster in the bath and like (laughs) doesn't kill him like a bunch of just super rogue shit and she's she just looks incredible doing she's like the dad's girlfriend in the parent trap oh gotcha she's like that type but in the adams family the, and trying to kill him. The white dress that she wears with, like, the floof stuff here, that would be an uh-huh, impeccable... When she's coming down the staircase. It would be an impeccable Halloween costume. Yeah. You just would need a man to be faster. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday Adams is a pretty common Halloween costume, and so are yeah. Gomez and Morticia. I cannot believe you haven't seen those movies. Mm. I've seen Beetlejuice, though. You've seen Beetlejuice and you haven't seen The Adams Family? Yeah. That is a lot... I don't even know what to tell No, I agree exactly with the sentiment you're trying to usher. Do you know who's obsessed with Beetlejuice? Who? Trisha Paytas. Oh, no. Oh, no. Her whole whole house is Beetlejuice-themed. She got in trouble because she skinned a bunch of rabbits to use for her dining room tables, like in the movie. That's absolutely horrible. (laughs) silence the <laughs> silence after i said that <laughs> i'm looking it up and i'm just i'm sending you the she, picture she didn't do it herself yeah 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 fun fact another fun fact i was beetlejuice for freshman year college halloween it was a big hit i think i knew that about you yeah. i still have it in my closet and i don't know what to do with it because it's like i paid it but also i don't see myself being it in the near future anytime soon maybe next year well anywho I just scrolled through a bunch of Trisha Paytas images, Beetlejuice, and that was entertaining. <laughs> have we? Have you and I ever discussed her weddings? No. And the fact that she's pregnant? No. D- do you know that she's pregnant? No. <laughs> yeah, she. so she had two weddings. She was supposed to have three, but they canceled the third one. To the same person? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the Frenemies podcast? I remember you telling me about it, how she was on it, and then she said some stuff, which was like, eh, 
And then she kind of got culture canceled. And then she somehow is Trisha Paytas. So she made herself relevant again. I mean, if, yeah, that's like the basis of it. Um, <laughs> so the her podcast co-host, Ethan Klein, who I have been a casual viewer of for like five years mm-hmm. um, before he started this podcast with her last year, she was like, do you know what would be funny? What? H3 is made up of Ethan and Ela, who's who are like husband and wife. And she was like, do you know what would be funny? If I fucked Ela's brother. <laughs> this guy that she has major beef with is her husband's brother-in-law. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so she, she just thought it would be funny. And then they like actually started dating. Mm-hmm. This is his fourth marriage, by the way. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so she she just thought it would be funny to date uh, th- this guy that she had, like, original beef with before they started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how they met. He called her a whale. <laughs> <laughs> so she... Th- I forgot why we got on this topic. But yeah, so her new husband is her, like, enemies. Used to be frenemies, now enemies. Brother-in-law. So and entertaining. And they got married in Los Angeles, where they both live. And then they had a destination wedding in Hawaii at the Grand Wailea. Oh, that's a nice ass. It's kind of a rogue choice for a wedding, though. I don't know. It's kind of like a kid's, like a hotel for people with kids. Did I tell you about my wedding? What wedding? My wedding's coming up on April 9th, a Saturday. You invited my fake wedding for my fake bachelorette party. Do you just want to have a bachelorette party? No, I already had the bachelorette party, but I came up with fake information and my fake wedding is supposed to be on April 9th. So I don't know if I should like move forward with that or be left at the altar. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, let me... So do you know how I threw fake... Me and the viewers, our legions of fans, have no idea what you're talking about. Let's let's zip through. Are you aware of how I threw a fake bachelorette party a few weeks ago for my birthday? I thought that was your birthday party. It was. It was just themed a fake bachelorette party. Okay. So basically, I came up with this elaborate backstory, like who the husband was, like degree, where the wedding is, where the honeymoon is, like all these other factors. And so I have everyone dressed in like purple shirts so it looks somewhat unified and I'm dressed in white. And we make our way to our first stop and it's like 1130 in the morning on a Saturday in this like hard cider place. And lo and behold, but to the table immediately next to us is a legitimate bachelorette party. And they have (laughs) all the stuff. And basically like when they were leaving, the bride came up to me and she was like, oh my gosh, like congratulations and I was like congratulations too and she's like when's the wedding and I'm like oh it's April 9th and she's like oh like that's so exciting mine's March 27th or something like sometime in March oh my god that's this weekend I think it was March 20 if not it must be this week if not this weekend then this past weekend for sure oh no it's the middle of next week March 27th I I probably wasn't March 27th I think that's just a date I randomly came up with but it oh no it's this Sunday yeah maybe maybe it's a Saturday March 26th random lady hope you have a great wedding but it was just funny (laughs) because like we ran into each other and stuff sorry I'm way more tired and less funny than I thought I would be this is so disappointing I'm disappointed with myself John Adams Adams family blip has been keeping us coasting throughout the last like 20 minutes yeah i agree (laughs) i have recently 
gotten into a podcast that is everything I could hope this podcast to be, even though I know we're not even, like, remotely (laughs) comparable because we're, like, I feel, mm, you and I, I think, are a bit more put together, but we're also younger and in college and, like, (laughs) trying, where these people are just influencers who have been famous since they were, like, 15 Mm. and are just, like, insane, like, genuinely insane people and i'm think i am talking about uh emergency intercom intercom with uh drew phillips and and yeah i don't want to butcher her last name dude i think it's Olmanazor. if her name's enya that's cool because i love i know the enya song um fuck what is it called it really carries me i have this spotify playlist that i only it's called fixing the regret and it's on moments that i really regret and her songs on there to help get through it enya yeah only time by enya if i'm feeling a little <laughs> saucier i'll play arena co flow but most of the time it's only time by enya did you discover her through sex education or are you just brooklyn 99 actually really yeah that is such a lily answer <laughs> glad to stay on did brand. you ever watch sex education yeah yeah nice is her are her songs in it yeah okay sail away sail, sail away sail away lover so <laughs> are you reading something i was trying to look up the people the podcasters you were saying but i forgot their name so now i'm just staring at the screen <laughs> so i you know how into like vine and like tumblr i was in high school oh, right yeah i could never forget yeah um so i you know that one vine that's um what's up my name's jared i'm 19 i never fucking learned how to read that one lily you at you, you, no yes you do okay then i do <laughs> that's, say, that's one of those vines that every single person of our generation knows okay but we've established i live under a rock like I don't understand that about you. I'm 19 and I never no. learned how to read. <laughs> nope. No? What up? I'm Jared. I'm 19. Not that one? Yeah. Okay. I'm... No, that's it. That's oh, okay. it. Okay. Lily, I don't, I don't, I just. Did you hear me I play I don't it? believe you. No. Oh, I just played it. It's like fine. I don't. I don't think my sense of humor is like that, though. I know because it was it was popular like eight years ago. Yeah, but I didn't even have Vine. That's the issue. Or social uh, media. Okay, I'm like I'm getting legitimately mad right now. <laughs> Any other person but you would know this Vine, I'm and it sh- doesn't even matter in the long run. But it's like it's so. <laughs> frustrating for a reason i can't like articulate i genuinely wish i could help but i just can't insert those (laughs) memories that never existed into my mind literally everyone knows this okay the point is this guy who made that vine whose name is not jared (laughs) okay i don't (laughs) i'm getting like hot um um 
this guy made this vine and I followed him on Vine after it. And it's like breach, like mainstream, like pop culture. Mm-hmm. But I followed him on Vine for years and I unknowingly followed his brother too, not knowing that they were brothers. Jerome and then Jaret. I watched. What? Jerome Jarret. That's what it's, the internet says his name is. What? From France. That dude. What the? Let me what share are you my screen. About? And then that'll make sense. His brother's name is Lucas? People also ask, who is Jared19Guy? He is a creator, an entrepreneur, humanitarian, and philanthropist. Yeah, that's not him. Oh. His name is Josh Ovale. And then he was on Cody Ko's podcast, like, even before him and Noelle Miller teamed up. Mm -hmm. Before TMG, Cody Ko had a podcast called, um, I'm pretty sure it was called Insanely Chill. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, don't quote me on that. But he he came on this podcast and he was really funny and I like followed him for years. And then I like loved Stranger Things the first season when it came out. And so Finn Wolfhard, I loved Finn Wolfhard and then Finn Wolfhard started hanging out with Josh. And then I started listening to this band that was recommended to me on Spotify called Greer. And then I found out that those two brothers made the band, were also friends with Finn Wolfhard. And then, like, it it just, like, all came together weird. And they had this, like, big, like, friend group that I, I, like, liked all of them individually. And then they all kind of came together. Mm -hmm. And I know, knew these two peripherally uh, from this podcast. And I didn't, like, know anything about them until, like, TikTok clips from this podcast started coming up on my For You page. And they were, like, the funniest thing I'd ever seen. So I started listening to this podcast cast emergency intercom and i really like it and those people are absolutely insane and also do you know who watches it and i know this because she follows their uh instagram account for the podcast who is uh zoe gray's friend <laughs> leah, leah. <laughs> yeah. it's so hilarious you bring her up because i actually might be hanging out with her this coming friday oh my god small world I know. <laughs> tell her i noticed that she likes all of <laughs> And in Drew's pose. Oh, I definitely will. And I'll try to make it a nice long 20-minute conversation, too. Yeah, like I just did? Yeah, that's funny. I would not have mm. guessed her. That's been my media media update. My media update is that I reached out to Flat Stanley's PR team, and they said they would get back for the next episode on a written interview with him. So until then, we're just going to have to wait it out. Would you like to explain your long-running Flat Stanley bits? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And side tangent, just for you, before I start this. And I was just looking at it, and I was like, how did I have the audacity to do, just bring Stan into some of these social situations? Like, just, I don't know. Uh, And basically, Flat Stan, it stemmed, I would like to get, okay, let me start over. (laughs) <laughs> a long time ago, being maybe 20, December 2020, I went on Twitter, and right now it's going to come off like I'm claiming credit for his creation, which I think a part of me does want, but I also don't think I can claim all the credit. And I was like, I really wish I had a flat Stanley right now, or like, I was so happy when I had a flat Stanley. And then fast forward six months, I'm in Utah with two friends, and we're joking about Flat Stanley, and then we're like, why don't we make one? And so we print them, and that, we printed Stan 1.0. And 
and that was the origin of stands. It's like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, but the sisterhood of the traveling stands. And every person has a different stand. So there's regular stand. I'm on stand 1.3 right now. With the, who is the fourth stand in the installation of the stand 1.0 series? The OG. Um, there's also Mormon stand. He's based in Seattle. There's also 1748. 30, excuse me. That was such a faux pas. 1738 Stan. He dis- that was such a faux pas. He disappeared somewhere in New York. Um, you talk like a St. Andrews student. Really? Yeah. Epic. Um, Epic. There's Stan based in LA. I don't know what his name is. And then there was a Stan based in Chicago, but he came to San Diego and I think he's still in San Diego. But anyways, we just take them and share the love of Stan, much like followers of Jesus do to um, non-believers. And sorry, that's not okay to say. I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) Don't cut that out. Don't cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) And um, (laughs) immediate regret. 50% of the things I regret as soon as I say them, it's just a matter if I give them the attention to make them seem regrettable. Because if I don't, then people are like, oh, so I don't, so But, um, yeah. Free yourself. So, basically, he's, Stan is really Lean into the discomfort. Um, I, the stance I've had, the first one I lost at a Pitbull concert, the second one I lost at a Weekly concert, the third one drowned in my purse when I went out for my 21st birthday, and then I took him to a party <laughs> the next day, and it kind of got um, dismembered a little bit, for lack of a better term, and then <laughs> was thrown under the table, because I didn't want to carry his leg around, because it kind of looked like something else, which for the viewers who are under 18, I will say. And then, um, like, we have viewers under 18 who aren't Laney Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like that episode of It's Always Sunny where they make the the muscle shaped invitation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they're like, why did you put veins? And then the next, the next one, yeah. It's so confusing because it's like it's stand 1.3 right now, but he's the fourth one because 1.0 was the first one. So there's always a weird numerical conversion in this half. But um, the one I have right now is stand 1.3, and I cut him out in wiggly form and laminated him because that way, if he has a curvy form to his outline, he's less likely to get lost from my line of sight. Um, and yeah, they're big supporters of ranch brands. Ranches, um, bars, and other locations that define the human experience and the 2D man experience in the world. The 2D man experience? I can't think about the stands. I would argue that most men are 2D. I would agree with that. I would almost say 1D. If I put Stan on his side, I could make him a 1D man. Tomorrow is a... 1D day. 1D Are you being serious or sarcastic? No, tomorrow is 1D day. It's the, it's the six-year anniversary of Zayn Malik One moving direction. One Direction. 1D day. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where my mind automatically went to, too. Oh, my gosh. One Direction. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a pun because it's like D-Day, uh-huh. but it's one, one, one Direct. It's 1D day. Yeah. Also, Happy Sonata. Um, 
That is the Maddie and Lily new year that we decided on last New Year's Eve. So to all the listeners out there, happy Sonana. I hope you have a great Sonana year. Um, follow the flag. Big, big brother's always watching. So big brothers, Maddie and I, and take a shot or two. So you're always watching. Exactly. I'll show you a picture from that <laughs> back It's not the map, the flag. It's actually very nice. Um, as a young child, I always wanted to have my own island so I could be the ruler of it. And I was like, no flags really have purple in it, which is a real disappointment. And I'll stop talking soon because I feel like I've been talking for a while. But um, that's okay. So purple flag, golden center because you know gold's nice. And then the eyes of Big Brother <laughs> watching, which is our faces used with the scissor effect on Snapchat in each corner. No, it's a good looking flag. Thank I'm looking you. at it right now. Thank you. I'll fill out the little corners. I love how little effort went into it. (laughs) I love how it's not even purple. It's like a purple photo. Uh So it's like kind of grainy. It's the purple screenshot. And I think my favorite part is how you can still see the X in the upper left hand corner to indicate another (laughs) screenshot on top of the past (laughs) screenshot. But the ruling form is an oligarchy, which I make up 50% of. So even though Sonana is like a very lively, like welcoming holiday, it's kind of counteracting the very harsh um, dictatorship that Sonana resides in. Can I ask what's the etymology of Sonona? 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 Um, I I would love to know. I'll consult my co-ruler, but I don't remember at the moment. I think it was just like, Oh, I remember. Madonna. Be- no, because Maddie, <laughs> son, Lily, Anna. If you take the son and the Anna, Sanana. Get it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't like how you pronounce Madison, Maddie, son. <laughs> <laughs> Madison, Lily, Anna, Sanana. Nice. Yeah. Happy Sanana, everyone. Happy Sanana. Um, I actually went on a rabbit hole about remote islands today. Oh, epic. D- would you like to hear about oh, it? I would you like to hear about islands. my findings? I'll tell you about my um, worldle after this. Worldle? Oh, fuck. My phone's over here. I don't <laughs> think I've been good at recording. Oh. oh, no. Have you been talking that whole time? Yeah. Without it? Yeah. Hopefully the Zoom got it, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's tragic. Sorry, audio only listeners. Mm-hmm. We only have audio only <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Maybe for our 50th um, anniversary edition, we'll release the video clips of all these. 50th anniversary? Yeah. We're going to be doing this when we're 71. Of course. <laughs> okay, so my my remote islands deep dive today. Mm-hmm. So we we were reading this play um, in one of my classes uh, that's called Further from the Furthest Thing, which is about the most remote island in the world, mm-hmm. which is, um, uh, I don't want to butcher the pronunciation. I'm pretty sure it's Tris- Tristan de Cuna. Tristan, the name, de, and then C-U-N-H-A, um, which is a series of three... Uh, islands slash archipelagos in um like in between south america and africa Mm -hmm. um and it's like a six-day ship journey either way wow um 
So the play took took take place on one of these islands that's evacuated when a volcano erupts and the entire population of the island is evacuated to England and they're like struggling to uh like adapt to from the island to England and like factory work in England um kind of thing but I was interested to learn about those islands plus like how just remote they are and there's like populations on there and schools and like churches but they're just a really small population yeah Um, and then I also went on to yeah I also went into a deep dive on Saint Helena which is a nearby island which is where Napoleon Bonaparte was sent into exile oh um, after he lost Waterloo Waterloo Whoa. Those are the only lyrics I the rest Tangent done. Oh, but no, yeah, I went into this deep dive about how he like spent the last years of his life in oh, exile. The wrong and then I was like, oh, why. wasn't Napoleon Bonaparte's penis cut off? And then I did a deep dive into that. Sorry. Um, I My Wi-Fi changed and I just got like the last three words <laughs> of that sentence. What, Napoleon Bonaparte's penis? Yeah. I... Before yeah. that, it was just us singing Waterloo. Did I? Oh, okay. yeah. So, uh, so I went into like a deep dive about uh, his exile mm-hmm. and his like life on the island and like the measures that they took to make sure he didn't escape off of the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, he like wrote very often about how he thought that they were trying to intentionally poison him, mm-hmm. and apparently there was some merit to it because there was like arsenic like, in his wallpaper and, like, mold poisoning, but, like, it kind of felt like it wasn't intentional, mm-hmm. and he was in exile, and no one, like, gave a shit. But um, when he died, his, I want to say his heart and his lungs, I know it was his heart and some other organ were removed and put, like, in a jar at his feet when he was buried in on saint helena and then like 40 or no i think it was 20 years later he was dug up again and like moved from saint helena to paris and they then i got into a deep dive about like all the like measures they took to make sure like his body wasn't stolen but yeah his penis was snipped off oh wow and i knew that because of succession because it's a like minor plot line in succession (laughs) that connor roy tries to buy napoleon's penis Epic once again. That kind of reminds me of the Rasputin like <laughs> penis story. Oh my god, yeah. I, who was I talking to about Rasputin the other day? Rasputin, apologies. Um, shout out Hannah Kim who threw up from Rasput Rasputining so hard and <laughs> just danced too. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving, twenty twenty one. We love you. I love her. I love her so much. She Hannah Kim is the most entertaining person I know. I agree. Other than you. Really? I'm entertaining? Thank you. Yeah. I would say you two are equally. Equally as I would say the same unhinged. for you and her, but in different manners, you know? Of entertaining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Of course. Um, My Wordle? Wordle? It's like Wordle, but instead it gives you a country and you have to guess it. I was just introduced to this by Dina actually a few days ago. And the one today was Monaco and the one a few days ago. They have a lot of islands. So I've been learning a lot of islands I didn't know existed. Like, for example, Christmas Island. Christmas Island, Easter Island, epic to the max. 
And I didn't know Christmas Island existed. Yeah, Easter Island. It's like by Australia, New Zealand. I wish I was born in New Zealand. How come? I don't know. I just get the vibes that I would do well there. They're the tenth happiest country <laughs> too, so it's kind of mm. nice. It's all like women millennial leaders too in their government. Yeah. God, there are so many um, crabs. <laughs> Where? <laughs> in Christmas Island. <laughs> Google image search Christmas Island. I was That's on Google David Maps. Attenborough went there. Oh my god. Do you know gosh. where I really want to go? Where? This is another like kind of uninhabited island. Uh-huh. I want to go to Molokai. Oh. So bad. Like Molokai is one of my yeah. ultimate life goals. Um That's a Hawaii one, right? That no one's allowed on. Yeah. Well, you're allowed on it. It's just not like a touristy place and you can only fly in from Honolulu and there aren't like I know that there are is a small hotel. Actually, I should I should do some research on it again because I read the book Molokai. I want to say by Alan Brenner, is his name, um, about like a girl on, uh, f- who was from Oahu who was sent to the leper colony there when she contracted leprosy in like the eighteen hundreds, oh, wow. and it like follows her life living on the Molokai in the leper colony. Uh, super super interesting, super moving, uh book and i i've always meant to read the second one but i haven't ever um which one is the island that like is only home to the locals i think that's molokai okay because you can access lanai right yeah it must be molokai or nihau maybe nihau is hello in japanese (laughs) no no no, ni nihau it's off of Kauai. oh really Mm mm-hmm I think I'm butchering I'm the pronunciation, so apologies. Um, N-I apostrophe I-H-A-U. Oh, is it the little one yeah. below Kauai? Oh, that one is close to the public, so that's the one I was thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apparently, there's supposed to be New Island Breach oh. sometime in, like, geological future, in the near geological future relative to geology so so it won't happen in our lifetimes Mm -hmm. but yeah wow i always remember (laughs) fun fact well side tangent i had dole whip recently and it was really good but um i always had it you've never had it no you know you got up you never (laughs) went to disneyland and ordered dole whip well i'm not big on pineapple you never went to it's pineapple flavored isn't it yeah you know i've been to both those places because you've been with me in those places (laughs) What is Dole Whip? Yeah, it is oh, Hawaiian. I, I was talking to someone about this recently because we were talking about like where we grew up and like relative to Disney World and Disneyland Paris. Because I was talking to someone here who was like, my family went to Disneyland Paris every summer when oh, I was wow. a kid. Like from Scotland to Paris yeah. to go, specifically to go to Disneyland Paris. Amazing. And I was like, yeah, I grew up like fairly close to the Disneyland in Anaheim, but I think we only went about once a year or like less than that my se- my senior year not excluding um b- but j- like they could they couldn't believe that I was like that close and just did not go very much and I was like my family wasn't a Disneyland family like my mom would take us um probably once a year my dad refused to but I was on find my iPhone <laughs> the other night because my si- my sister was flying out to surprise 
her best friend who was getting engaged but didn't know that she was getting proposed to. At so Disneyland? like her No, okay. not at Disneyland. Okay, thank God. <laughs> but but my, my sister just wanted me to go on Find My iPhone and check that you couldn't see her location mm-hmm. on Find My Friends. So her like friend wouldn't know that she was like also Got you. In the vicinity of the spread. It it doesn't matter, but I just went I went to like the family find my iPhone and my dad was in Disneyland like <laughs> like four <laughs> nights ago. I was screeched out of it and I was like um, I'm sorry. This man <laughs> didn't take us because he hated it when we were growing up, and now he's just there. Like, <laughs> and I, I assume he was doing something for work. But I was like, Dad. Yeah, I was gonna say I would love to know the reason that he's there. Just like because he doesn't strike me as a Disney adult. Which, by the way, I've recently come across two Disney adults who I did not realize were Disney adults. One's this girl who is in my studio and then this other girl lives with some of my friends and both of which i'm friends with but um it's just funny because disney adults friends with disney i know i know it's shocking but interesting um, i lost my they're just such a type of person i'm so glad i never was a disney adult but i think it's also because like i grew up like you said in such close proximity to disneyland that i was able to experience that and it was like not that it wasn't special because it definitely was special, but I don't think I like craved it. Like Disney adults crave yeah. Disney. Yeah, that's just a lot of everything for in all elements for me to even like come <laughs> close to pondering the idea and entertaining the thought of being a Disney adult. One of our family friends is a Disney adult and we we not just me, we think that she only had kids to dress them up <laughs> as Disney characters. I, I have a whole album of on my phone just of Facebook screenshots of these two kids dressed up in so many different things. It's like, are you not tired? Also, just the money that goes into buying all those. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Disneyland is so expensive. Yeah. I remember when I went there um, sometime my senior year. It might have been when we were there for guitar. Lily. Um, cage. Are you spelling out cage? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Cage was our guitar class for our viewers at home. The uh, classical advanced guitar ensemble. <laughs> Actually. So. I broke that out to someone the other day. I was like, yeah, I was in like a classical guitar ensemble. In middle and high school. (laughs) (laughs) It does sound really bougie when you put it like that. Well, I was also, like, he was interviewing me to be his roommate. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, like, my buddy and I, like, we both play guitar. It's kind of, like, a requisite that you have to be a musician here. And I was like, yeah, I don't, like, actually play it, but, like. I definitely like am familiar with guitar. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm actually trilingual with my third language being the musical notations. So that's yeah. a universal language. So if anything goes wrong, we can speak through that to each other. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I picked up a mannerism from a lot of my friends, but one this one friend in particular, shout out Maya. I hope you're listening. If not, you probably made a good decision. Anywho. Do your friends from school know about the existence of this? I like to drop it that I have a podcast, but not drop any other details. So it comes off as just <laughs> intriguing. But then it's like they can't access it whatsoever. They don't ask any questions. That's how I feel about you guys. Like, I just I just hint at things in my life to you guys. And I, I like, I'll just give little, like, teases, mm-hmm. allusions 
to my personal life and I don't elaborate about anything and none of you ask questions and it's this great little balance yeah (laughs) (laughs) but anyway she does this thing where she it's much like the emoji which when I'm looking up emojis on my phone I like make the face I'm looking up but it's the you know the one where it's sticking its tongue out its face is slightly stanted Uh one eye is bigger than the other so she does that a lot at the end of her sentences or just kind of like in a satirical ironic sense of like oh like we're going here like with this person oh and so now i do it like unknowingly and knowingly interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you know what i've picked up from my like roommates here is a tendency to end everything with an e interesting what did i do today that they were like don't do that <laughs> i called bacon bakey i was like who's got a little bakey up? <laughs> yeah i think they're right to say don't do that <laughs> like what's you got a little brekkie little snacky oh so they do that like snacky bre- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I picked it up from them got you <laughs> oh i don't like that at all <laughs> sorry <laughs> i really don't car ridey zoomy talky sleepy talky. That's just what a movie was called back in the day, a talkie. Talkie. I miss talkies. I miss talkies too. I paid nine pounds for one, an American candy store in Edinburgh. And I think just that's for completely a bag, a justified. singular bag of talkies. Do you know what? I spent five pounds on a singular white claw the other night. It's really funny that like for you or not funny it's but like it's seven or eight dollars it's very amusing to me that like since you don't have much access to white claws they like mean they have a lot more significance for you whereas for me i'm like done with that era of my life and i'm like moving my way on to like other <laughs> brands like gin seltzers now like not even white claws i just i love hearing your little stories gin of, like seltzers yeah no they're See, really good my first year of college like that was what we drank oh really was gin yeah so we're flipping each other i'm going to your freshman year and you're going to my freshman year in terms of drinks yeah i think you have a higher class taste though generally not when i'm at a pub ordering a white claw (laughs) (laughs) that was the first one i have had since like the first week of january oh wow and before that was august when do you get back again may 9th or 10th oh that's so early why did i think your semester ended later dude my last week of classes is in two weeks are you serious yeah wow my last week is the week of april 4th and then i have two weeks of studying and then i have a week of finals why two weeks of studying we have these things called revision weeks Mm -hmm. and reading weeks so halfway through the semester so the teaching semester is 12 weeks long. Week six, That's a short we semester. have reading week. Yeah. Week six, we have reading week, uh-huh. which is when you like do the reading that you need to keep like get caught up on mm-hmm. or like read ahead. And then after those, like the other six weeks, um, after that, we have revision week, which revision here means studying. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say like, oh, I'm going to the library to study. You would say like, oh, I'm going to the library to revise. Oh. I know it's fancy. It makes me feel very like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> so like we have two weeks off to study at the end. Yeah. So then do most people actually use that week six to like catch up or get ahead? Or is that just a travel week for most people? It's a travel week. Oh, okay. It used to be two weeks and now it's one. That's nice. So do some people travel at all between like the end of their classes and their test week or no? Yeah. So the exams are three weeks long 
mine happen to be in a week's time. That's so nice. Uh, No, it's not. Because I have a final on Tuesday, a paper due on Thursday, a final on Friday, and a final on Monday. So it's 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 like t- I have two weeks to prepare, but they're all in the first week of exams and they're all like condensed together. I'm also taking four modules instead of three, which is like a higher, like a much h- harder workload. Not harder, but like a bigger workload than. I guess just for me, since I'm on quarter system trying to translate like quarter granted less classes, but because we don't even have like a reading week, like most semester classes and our finals are all condensed in one week anyways. That just like when you initially said that, that sounded like normal to me, but oh. I can see how it is not now. Do you guys have midterms? Yeah, it depends on the class. Some give out like three midterms throughout the quarter, some just one three midterms yeah no it's awful because some classes have like a midterm week 10 since like a 10 weeks and then one week of finals and then they have their finals like the next week and they don't even get their test back for it it's silly one of my roommates paper for one of her modules has been delayed like three weeks and like they updated it and delay it more every couple of days because their like prompts had to be or like their proposals had to be given feedback on and the professor keeps not doing it so they keep delaying it more and more and more sorry i just thought of that when you said that that's funny that sounds nice in theory but then when it comes to like the actual deadline you're like oh no i have to do it i have um feedback on two of my essays sitting like in my inbox right now that i'm avoiding looking at because one of my professor they're called tutors here Mm -hmm. which is kind of a pretentious word to use like with an american audience so one of my tutors is like insanely unhinged and her she's not unhinged i love that you use the word unhinged i was the only person i I use that word i i probably got it from (laughs) you actually maybe it's it's a very like chronically online word oh okay that made me laugh which which i am chronically online so <laughs> it wasn't like an insult to no, no, no. you. No, I didn't take it as such. She had us do an extra assignment and we were supposed to write 11 lines in response to like a sentence, which is fine. But I wrote, I ended up writing 15 lines. So I went over mm-hmm. and it was just like sentences. 200 and yeah. Okay. It was supposed to be 11 lines. I wrote 15. It ended up being 250 words. Keep in mind, I went over Mm -hmm. this woman in response to my 250 words, wrote 900 words of analysis about my analysis. I saw that when you sent that to me. I was like, what? So I'm I'm terrified to look at how she graded my my actual essay. Yeah, I hate writing essays. You are doing like the bane of my existence right now. Mm. I have one due every week for the next three weeks Ugh, props to you though mm. not this friday but the last i had to do on one day Ooh. it was miserable yawn yawn sigh how's it how's the architecture degree suiting you um pretty good actually i'm i mean i told you i'm studying abroad yeah for my listeners laney and i will be on the for same our t- of fans. more similar time zone next year to record <laughs> so I won't wake up to 25 text messages from you. Okay, but you should also put your phone on do not disturb at night so you don't wake up from them. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't have my phone on do not disturb last night and I woke up at like 4 a.m. to three buzzes and I rolled over, put it on do not disturb, 
or I rolled over and was like, that's Lily. It wasn't, <laughs> though. Oh, it was? Yes, it was. Uh, you were texting me about this. Uh, <laughs> Might be. In my, like, half-conscious state, I was like, that's probably Lily. Yeah, guilty as charged. <laughs> but yeah, oh, listeners. Lily. What? Oh, I'm sorry. You, no, you're no, you can circling continue. back to your study Yeah. Bro. What were you going to say? No, I just had an anecdote that doesn't matter. Okay. Talk about study abroad. Well, I will be studying abroad in Europa from June until May. So I'll come home for breaks and stuff. Don't worry, legions of fans. If you want a shirt signed, I'm there. Yeah. So that's a (laughs) life update on my life. It's pretty exciting news. Um, Hopefully I find a nice European husband who's rich to marry and... That's I've, ironic. I've been trying to do that. And also not ironic. So for clarification. Remember that Italian nobility doesn't exist. People will claim to it and it's not real. Okay. Except if you're Princess Eugenie, then it's real. Or I'm sorry, Beatrice. Beatrice, Beatrice is the one who married gotcha. fake Italian nobility. Medici family, though. If I was oh, living in like the Renaissance hundreds of years ago. Yeah. But no. I could talk about our school's interactions with the Renaissance so much i was i was talking to someone about this earlier two months ago (laughs) i've got something to say to you in response to your thing already about the renaissance yeah yeah yeah. but you say it first because mine's not really related but it's definitely a topic i feel like we can talk about okay (laughs) gotta gotta preface it yeah (laughs) i don't actually have much to say but the renaissance fair was insane who did that why did we do that the way I, also was talking, I was talking to a Scottish like, person yesterday about our drunk driving facility. Oh yeah, thing. How we ha- the Grim Reaper came on campus and stole kids and were like, "Your classmate died in a drunk driving accident. That's why they're not here." And then staged a car crash with like helicopters and ambulance and there were helicopters. Cars. There was a helicopter, Lily. There was. Oh gosh. Yes, and then we had a fucking funeral. Yeah. For <laughs> the dead, in quotation, classmates, where their parents gave eulogy. Like, that is... And and the Scottish person I was talking to was like, that's the most American thing I've ever heard. But I was like, what? Wh- uh, I'm sorry? Like, wh- <laughs> anyways. Also, which parent, like, volunteers to give a eulogy for their kid that's still alive? Mine wouldn't. Uh, Cut that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Now I feel silly for going to my next topic, which is the what's ma- your <laughs> it's the Maypole dance from fifth grade. Oh yeah, I remember that too. You remember how the top that I screwed up for everyone. You screwed it up for everyone. <gasps> yeah, that was me. Oh, There's pictures of it happening. Congrats! I think it was a it was a combination of me and yeah, where she was she hadn't put it high enough. For me to duck under. So it just like hit me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. No but it was great for the short group. Because the short group always messed up. Up until that point. But in the end we were victorious against the tall girls. So short mm. king. A- short queen anthem if I may. <laughs> I was in both groups. Because we didn't have enough for both of them individually. And I was right in the middle. Yeah. So you got the best of both worlds. Because you got the glory leading up to it and the actual glory of the event and the worst parts of both but no one needs to know that so Mm -hmm. yeah do you remember how big a deal that day was yeah that was and for what pretentious parents who i don't know but i didn't recognize like what curlers or hair straighteners were 
like I knew what they were, but I didn't know how they operated. So I remember like Dina's mom like was curling her hair or something. And I was like, went over and I was like, oh, you left it. Like, you, do you want me to give it to you? And I put my hand right on the hot part. And after that, I sprinted to the bathroom, putting my hand under the water. And after that, I always knew not to touch a hair curler like that. Jeez. My sister is riddled with burns from hair curlers always. Really? She got a really bad one when we were in Paris a couple weeks ago. Like straight, mm-hmm. big Ugh. burn on her neck from the That sounds painful. Curling iron. I can hear all the birds really from the outside. No, it's yeah. so nice. Can I tell you about the birds at my house? Absolutely. And you mean so where you currently live, are house, right? Yeah, okay. my the house that I am currently in. Residing in, yes. I live a little bit less than a half mile away from the beach, and it's like a straight shot. If you stand in the middle of the road outside of my house, you can see it. And as such, we get a lot of seagulls and they drive me insane, mostly because I live on the second story and I live next to like my bathroom is it's they're not connected, but the, like I share a wall with them mm-hmm. and it the bathroom juts out. So when I'm laying in the bathroom or in my bed, I can see like the structure of the bathroom. And because it's a bathroom, there's like a little like fan Thing that connects outward so the hot steam can escape and <laughs> the seagulls will come sit on top of the like pipe where the hot steam comes out because it's warm and then they will squawk louder than you've ever heard in your life and it's right outside <laughs> like by my window I can see them squawking like mid-morning or like even before or about sunrise. So the other day at six Oof, in the morning, question. I was woken up. Are they by all saying like seagulls. mine? Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, comedic genius. I know. Is that Bill Burr? <laughs> or is that Liliana Judith Hunt? Well, I know. <laughs> anyway, so I just get constantly waking up, woken up by seagulls. And then one time, one was on our porch and would not leave and was there for like four hours. Um, and then I realized that it had a broken wing and was going to die. Oh. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And then my roommate called a bird rescue. Aww. And they came and took it away. And I don't know if it lived or died, but at least it didn't die on my porch. And I had to do something with the body because <laughs> I would not. <laughs> that's, that's where I was like, it can't die. I'm not dealing with this. One died in front of our house. That um, sounds like last semester, But it was in the road. Oh. And I think it got hit by a car because oh. it was just pancaked <laughs> that's grim oh my god did i tell you i might not be i probably won't be able to bring barney to slow next quarter he's becoming an old fart mm. i know are you coming to slow when's next quarter for you um next monday a week oh oh less than a week from today yeah i'm leaving on sunday okay. yeah so damn it i'll have to go to my pet rock every time i need like pet sympathy and it's just not the fact the same. that you have a dog at school is it's astounding to me it's because I have flex. no schedule or like sense of responsibility or like routine uh-huh. where I could get up at a certain time to let the dog out or take it on walks. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if you had the dog there, it would be you'd be somewhat more motivated because it's like, ah, shit, man, 
there's this creature I'm in charge of and I don't want to let it die. But I also care for this creature mm. a lot. So like it's a win win. Mm. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it in. Keep it. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. The vocal fry. Mm hmm. It is the flex to have a dog at school. It totally The is. only other person I know who has a dog at school is someone who goes to SDSU. They they worked this summer with me mm-hmm. and they have a dog here at school. They're from New York. Mm-hmm. And I think he just got a new puppy, actually. So Aww. he has two dogs now. Cute. Yeah, Prima Donna's still a bitch. And on my birthday, he snuck... <laughs> Prima Donna's my I mean, you named puppy. You guys named her Prima Donna. I don't know what you guys expected. No, that's a very valid point. Um, apparently she's like a little overweight now too, because when my mom was gone for a week, my dad and my sister were feeding her, but they didn't realize the other one was feeding her. And so then Primo was just getting like a happy medium. Um, so now she's on a little diet, but yeah, no listeners. I got a puppy last year. Um, I helped picked it out on my birthday and then I got the puppy. Her name's Prima Donna. She is what she is. She's a mini Aussie. Um, she's very needy. She's very vocal. She's a little bit of a whore. And that's my dog. Yeah. She just sticks also her butt me. in everyone's face. So that's why we call it a whore. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Not that Shane Dawson humor. Okay. <laughs> me. Actually, me. Literally my life. Carl, you need to be more... <laughs> I don't know who Shane Dawson is. I'm just thinking of Shane Are Mitchell from Pretty Little Liars okay. now. Okay. So I'm looking her okay. up instead. Oh my god, she's Canadian? No way. Did you just Google Shay Mitchell yeah. in the in that four and a half seconds? Yeah. Okay. She's five seven. <laughs> I'm half an inch taller than her. You are not five eight and a half. I'm not five seven and a half. She's five seven. Oh. Yeah. I was like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No way am I five eight and a half. I'm not that big of a liar. Well, that's why I called you out. <laughs> Are we the same height or... Why did I feel like I was taller than you? Because I'm 5'7". I like to round up to 5'8 sometimes. But you thought you were taller than me? Yeah. Oh, then I don't know why. Also, Shay Mitchell is pregnant? What? Oh my gosh. Yeah. The fact that you know who Shay Mitchell is and not Shane Dawson is just very we need to have like a recurring bit okay i would like to start shane dawson looks or shane dawson looks like um kj appa (laughs) interesting take but maybe just because they're both gingers i think shane dawson is significantly uglier oh yeah he's he's super problematic though I've been on that Shane Dawson hate train, not to flags, but like I liked, I I hated him before it was cool. Uh, <laughs> I, not to be like, I want to start a YouTube channel, but I want to not do like vlogs or the type of like stupid shit that people do. Not on like this podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, Self roast, a little bit of uh, self-awareness there. I want to do like video essays and like examining cultural phenomenons, talking about internet culture and like media, things I have a lot to say about and no one to say them to. You do. And I also think I would be good at it. You do have a lot to say, which makes you a highly capable candidate for the position. Thank you. One of my favorite uh, video essayists up and deleted their entire channel. Oh, wow. And I'm kind of... I don't know. They just deleted it. Going off the grid. Her first name was Yara and her last name started with a Z. Yara 
is our head. I'm slowly getting. Anyways, off the they're grid. they're gone. They're gone now. You're getting off the grid like permanently. Slowly, it's a slow process. It's like a multi-year endeavor, but um, taking the first few steps. Yeah. Mm. So the government can't track me. Just kidding. I'm not one of okay. those. <laughs> it's just because I don't want to be on social media. Because yeah. So you can follow me. Actually, I'm not going to give away my private account, which isn't even my account. I'm just a PR manager for someone else. Is it Stan or is it Pipple? Mm-mm. Pipple's rip account dead. And oh, I'm not in charge. I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> you bitch. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. And Stan. Opening up a wound. Yeah. Um, Stan, I'm not in charge of, but I help contribute to. Hmm. Yeah. What's your PR private account? I'll type it in the chat so none of the listeners can hear. Oh, our legions of fans aren't allowed? No, not at all. Ah. Yeah. That's what I meant originally. They can connect the dots if they want. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah. They're smart. I don't think I'm that big of a character enough to elicit all that time and energy to go into that, though. Yeah. I don't don't necessarily want to be off social media. I have a lot of opinions on it and i don't know who i would be without it in a lot of aspects but i am pro a non-curated non Mm -hmm. just like an authentic use of instagram and posting what you want to post when you want to post it and not obsessing over how it's going to be received or liked or a filter on it or or do i look good in this photo Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah that's my take i got so scared for a second i heard a little ding and i thought the devil was coming aka prima donna one of her many nicknames prima donna girl yeah yeah i'm making candles with my siblings this thursday night oh my god that's so fun are you going to toby's candles oh wait that's a place you can go no i just got michael's kit i'm really playing into my renaissance woman era so gotta make the most there is a place you can go in old town to make candles oh that's epic I'm adding that to my list of things I want to do. Yeah, that's cool. Dina and I went there with Risa Not once. Fun. <laughs> Super fun. Oh, fuck. I forgot how we ended. I know we harmonize. Is it like, bye? I think we went, bye. bye. Or, no, but that's old now. No, I thought it was like, I take hi and you take low and we're like, bye. Oh, I forgot we did that. Bye. Should we rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. For who takes high and who takes low? Yeah. So whoever wins gets On to three set. or after three? They can't see this. After three. Okay. One, two. One, two. Ro- or rock, rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. Rock. Rock, paper. Pa- two out of three? Yeah. <laughs> rock. No, just rock. the one. Did he say papers? No. Rock, paper, scissors. I heard rock, papers. Paper, scissors. <laughs> it's leading into the next one. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. Rock, paper. Rock, There's a paper. delay here between our Wi-Fi. Okay. Scissors. Scissors. Shoot. Shoot. Damn it, Lily. I saw that. <laughs> I saw the delay. I saw you processing. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors. Shoot. Okay, there was a delay again. Rock. All right, I'll take high, you okay. go low. <laughs> this is a- going on too long. It is. All right. One, a two. A one, two, three, four. Bye. Bye. That was a nice little ending harmony. Fiend.
But wait, there's more. Here's some snippets of behind-the-scenes conversation. Enjoy. Oh, fuck. I wanted to talk about um, how I live-tweeted all my thoughts on um, She's All That. When I did like you do five, that? I have five pages of it. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I can read it or release it. Anywho. I, re- I watched that movie fairly recently as well. Oh, nice. It was the first because, time I watched um, it. Roman from Succession is in it. Oh, fine. He's the brother. Oh. He pretty much plays the exact same role in Succession, except he's a pervert. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) They they called him the slime puppy. Also, made me feel good about being named Lainey, because they said it in about every four and a half seconds in that movie. Lainey Box. Lainey. So, all right, I gotta go, Lily. All right, peace out. I'll lady. upload the file to Google Drive. Thank you. Dina texted me. Oh my god! Oh my god! All right. Fuck! I was also gonna ask you to take a quiz to figure out what you never took the quiz to figure out whose cabin you are in for Rick Riordan, Percy Jackson. Oh yeah, you were texting me when I was, uh, yeah. I can do it right now if you want. Yeah, now or later. Whatever works for you. Would you like me to take it live? Yeah, absolutely. We're still recording, so I can still keep this. Okay. This will be a bonus episode. Yeah. Okay. A mini, if you will. What god are you descended from by Rick Royden's staff? Congratulations, you survived monster attack and made it safely to Camp Half-Blood, the Trinity Camp for Demigods. What's that? You don't know how to wear your gear? Don't worry. The Hermes cabin will help you tuck in. Or we'll take you in. You can bite there until you've been claimed by the god who wore you. Blah, 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 blah. Which of these is your favorite color? I'm going to say black. All colors. Which which of the following places do you prefer? Maybe a library. Which of these foes is your go-to? None of these. These are so weird. BBQ ribs, tuna, rice cake, s'mores, sushi, or shish kebab. I'm going to go with kebab. Wait, did you take the quiz I sent to you in the thing? Yes. Okay. Which of these is your favorite pastime? Practicing archery, singing karaoke, exploring a cave, building with Legos, shopping for clothes, or riding a horse? All of them. I'm going to say exploring a cave. Yeah. That's a thing I regularly do. I would love that. Never in my life. Um, I'm going to speed run through it. Dolphin. Which kind of music do you like best? <laughs> Classical pop show tunes or the Grateful Dead? Quite the variety. <laughs> that is so rogue. I put the Grateful Dead. What is your flatal flaw? I can be vain. Your godly parent is Apollo. Based on your responses, you have been claimed by Apollo. Go ahead and make yourself at home in cabin number seven. Train well, don't forget to brush your teeth occasionally, and try not to get sent on a quest. They tend to shorten your lifespan. Wait, which one did you get? Apollo. Oh, epic. I love Apollo. I kind of wish I was in that one. I got Poseidon. Poseidon, Athena, and Apollo, I think, are my top three. So Nice. Doing, uh, being like as into Percy Jackson as I was as a child has served me so well at a university level. Like, genuinely, um, the amount of work, just insane focus that like retroactively insane amount 
that we did in Greek mythology at Parker because we did we did that play in middle school so I know all about like Persephone Pandora's box uh like all that shit from the play we did with Mrs. Robinson and then Heather Heilman and Christopher McGrath do you remember all this yeah and then all the shit with Percy Jackson that like we loved just like not as a curriculum but mm-hmm. just for fun. yeah I, I have a ton of knowledge about Greek and Roman myth that has served me really well in classics it has served me in columns and arches Greek versus Roman or also the paintings that they would include the real version not the jokey version I'm gonna go eat lunch all right I'm gonna go do work and try not to play Webkin's cash cow too